This is Seattle's Morning News. Dave Ross with Colleen O'Brien and Chris Sullivan. The search of Mar-a-Lago has, of course, set social media on fire. The New York Post reports that the judge who signed off on the warrant was an Obama donor. We hear that Republican House leader Kevin McCarthy wants Attorney General Merrick Garland investigated because, of course, he has the Justice Department. So let's talk to a Republican who knows a little bit about being an attorney general, former state attorney general Rob McKenna, our conversation sponsored by Madrona Financial Services. Uh, Rob, uh, from what you know of this story, is this prosecutorial misconduct and a weaponization of the justice system, as Donald Trump has now alleged? No, but it does raise legitimate questions uh, about the decision to send the FBI to his home for 10 hours when they'd already searched it once before and retrieved a bunch of records. So one of the key things about this story is something we don't know. And what we don't know is what was in the affidavit that was submitted to obtain the search warrant. So typically when you apply for a search warrant, it's granted the basis for the warrant that's made public is it's not very detailed. But to get the warrant, you have to provide an affidavit that justifies it. That is under seal. We don't know what it says. And therefore, we don't know what the Department of Justice and the FBI learned from their investigation. So we have to, I think we have to give Department of Justice a little bit of breathing space here, as well as I think legitimately question whether this could have been politically motivated. If it, if it wasn't politically motivated, the simplest way to correct that impression is to provide more information about why they went there. And they haven't done that yet. What would the standard have to be to justify going back to a place they had already examined? I think, uh, again, I'm just basing this on what we're hearing from DOJ. So they're obviously trying to justify their own actions, take that with a little bit of a grain of salt. But what they're suggesting is that when they pulled the boxes of records out earlier this year, in those records they found some documents that remained classified, that had not been declassified, that therefore should not have been there. I, it isn't clear to me if they also found records that were covered by the Presidential Records Act, but it, it appears they did. So what they found in the first set of boxes of records apparently suggested to them they need to go look for more, uh, that it, they believed as a result of the first set of records that there may be more records covered by the laws protecting classified government information and, and the laws governing or the law governing presidential records. So that's what they're suggesting. But because they're not providing any details in, in that regard, they're basically say, saying to us, take it on our word. Now, look, if you're at the Department of Justice, you're at the FBI and you're conducting an investigation, you're typically not going to reveal a lot of details about your investigation while it's underway, right? That's just not standard operating procedure. The problem here, though, uh, with that the FBI and DOJ have is, is at least twofold. One is he's a former president, and you really have to be. I think you, we really have to be concerned about the next president, especially when he's in a different party, using his powers to go after his predecessor. So this is what's galvanizing the Republican base right now, is that perception that it's a political persecution. And of course, former President Trump is playing that up. He's making himself out to be the victim. And, and you know, in fact, it, he was targeted. So he's, he's got an argument there. But the second problem the FBI has is that there have been a lot of unflattering stories about the FBI 
and to some extent the Department of Justice, but especially the FBI over the last several years about what's been going on with Hunter Biden's laptop, for example, about the way they handled or didn't handle Hillary Clinton's private email server. I mean, look, if Trump left the White House with records of his presidency that under the Federal Presidential Records Act belong to the national or belong in the National Archives, okay, they need to be turned over. He needs to follow the law like anyone else. Uh, he seems to have, at a minimum, been pretty careless with how they were handling records. But does that justify an FBI raid? It just It's just bad, in my view, just bad judgment because it allows Trump to shift the narrative away from why he had all these records to, hey, I'm being persecuted by my successor. Yeah. Uh, one more thing while I've got you on the line here. What do you make of the sure. president's decision to take the fifth in his uh, in his testimony in the New York State case about his uh, his company's tax filings? Uh, I, I take from that that he was concerned that if he had asked, answered those questions, the answers would be used against him in court. So he's taking the, the conservative route of like not giving the prosecution, in this case, the attorney general of New York, any 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 more ammunition to use against him. Uh, it's, I don't think it's anything more than that. I mean, it shouldn't be controversial or criticism worthy to exercise your right against self-incrimination. Uh, and uh, that's that's what he did here. Well, I only ask because he himself at one point believed that if you took the fifth, you were guilty. Ah, gotcha. Well, then he's he he may be guilty of hypocrisy, but uh, you know that's that would it wouldn't be the first time. Yeah, former state attorney general Rob McKenna. Rob, thanks very much. Thanks, Dave.